Welcome to the Real Life, Real Conversations podcast, a podcast where we invite you into real conversations to help you in your real life. Each episode is designed to share truth that will create healthy foundations for life and living. Now, let's get into the podcast. Welcome back or welcome to the Real Life Real Conversations podcast. Today in the podcast studio, I have Rashard Brown here. Do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> yes, my name is Rashard Admus Brown. That's my name. That's my name. Didn't that used to be your Instagram handle or something? Yes, it still is. Admus, um, that is my grandfather's name. So. Oh. In 2014, whenever I'd write a poem, I would sign it off by my middle name. Mm -hmm. So now, uh, like my nickname, a lot of people call me is Shad, or they call me by my middle name. I didn't know that. I just knew that you would always do that, like, after your spoken word um, Mm -hmm. things. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, Richard, we have known each other since, I think, mm, like the beginning of high school for me or like maybe the end of middle school because you went to Francis Marion when did you start there 2014 okay so yeah and then you started to come to BCM so Richard was a part of the ministry that my dad leads in our hometown or in my hometown and he was a part of BCM and grew closer to my family and me and my sisters Uh, We actually all call you Big Brother. Um, But yeah, he, so Richard has always really been there for me and my sisters. So when I was in high school, I would run track and cross country um, back in the olden day. I don't do that as much now. She was nice with Um, it. Yeah, for a a hot minute. For a little hot minute. Um, But Richard, he used to, you used to run cross country track too. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So he gave me really good advice, um, and yeah, he just encourages me and pushes me a lot to be more like Jesus and to be all that the Lord has called me to be. Over the years, I feel like you've given me some pretty good advice. You've given me advice on what to look for and what not to look for in guys. Um, You've given me good running advice that I may or may not have taken um (laughs) to each his own (laughs) um and then you've given me a lot of good advice just about random other life things one of the things that i remember you advised me on i can't even remember when this was it was like towards the end of my time in high school though i remember you had told me that one of the things you did when you would go on long drives is you would turn all your music off and just sit in silence. So that kind of stuck with me, and I've tried to implement it ever since. It was really weird when I first started, though. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is um, super uncomfortable. So since you're the one who shared all of that advice with me, I just wanted to have you on the podcast today to share that with other people because I thought that would be just really good for other people to understand the value of 
being with the Lord and being comfortable with resting in his presence and not having like constant noise and distraction all the time. So to start off this whole conversation, when did you start using long drives as time to be with the Lord? Like how did that come about? Um, it actually came about in college. Uh, just one of those, hey, I have an hour 45 drive home and it's one of those, you know what, let me just be quiet and observe my surroundings. And in that process, I was just able to see God in a new way. And it became a, a habit of, you know what, every once in a while, I'm just going to be still. Because, uh, you know, to be still, it shows how to relax, to release. And a lot of the times we especially as a college student, you need to understand how to relax your mind, to relax your body, uh, but to let your heart release what's there um, that you may not discover because we're always on the go mm -hmm. from school to the library, to Chick-fil-A, to the mall. Um, we're trying to have fun. Uh, we're trying to get our education and we're just moving because we want to be a part of what's going on. And sometimes it can be hard to hear the voice of the Lord or to see like, God, what are you doing? Uh, mm -hmm. And that was just something he showed me is just understanding how to be still. So from that, it came to, you know what, let me meditate on God's word. And I would, I did this the correct way, safe way. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my phone in my hand, but mm -hmm. I would just have on my phone Bible scriptures and I would take that time to just meditate on them and rehearse them. Mm -hmm. Um I just, I don't know, man, God's word is amazing. And I just love having it on my heart, not just my mind. Like, you know, it can go in one ear and out the other, but your heart, man, um, that's something. Because you're only going to allow what you love to stay on the inside. So that's the way I want to treat God's word for the rest of my life. Like, I want this thing on my heart, and then it can make its impact on my mind. Um, so I just try to do that and. It's, it's been pretty good. I've had some rough moments, but that's just helped me to be able to encourage others. Um, yeah. Just like I've, I've had someone actually, uh, one of my best friends, Anthony, mm -hmm. he was just asking me like, yo, what's your routine? And I was like, man, honestly, I just on my notes <laughs> app on my phone, I put the Bible scriptures on there and I just take times out of the day to like look at it, uh, memorize it. And I really try to do that in the car because the car is someplace where we can really, it's like our own sacred sanctuary, yeah. especially when you're by yourself. It's like, bro, I don't want to talk to nobody. Mm -hmm. Y'all getting on my nerves. I want to listen to some music. Mm -hmm. And I just looked at that space as a, especially being a busybody, where can I fit the Lord? And that became the spot. So, yeah. yeah. That's really good. So how did you, like, when you first started out doing it, how did that feel? Like, how did that feel to start doing that, to start sitting in silence? Because I know for me, when you actually told me to do it and I started doing it, I was so uncomfortable, like straight up. It was so uncomfortable. And like since then I've grown in being okay with solitude. Um, and so I've gone for longer amounts of time with it. But like how did that feel when you first started it? The same you said, uncomfortable. Um, because for us in a car, like we're in control being the driver like you are in control so 
you being able to play music, you being able to call somebody, it gives you the power to be even more in control to where you're listening, but you're really not listening. Um, so it became a moment for me where it was so uncomfortable. I realized I didn't have control um, of what I what I wanted to hear. But my eye, like spiritually, I was open to see like, oh, snap, I can really hear myself. Uh, because a lot of the times um, we can be faced with like being fearful to be alone in those moments. And a car ride will show it to you, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially if it's like two hours. You not talking, you not like that'll that can really get to you um especially you just want to put the window down you know we constantly want to be fed something but in stillness you can really hear and see some things that you won't find with music being played on while you're talking on the phone so Mm -hmm. being in that uncomfortable space it just invited me to see god moving Mm -hmm. um in ways that i never saw before like yeah yeah. that's awesome so why do you think I think we, as a culture, I personally, my friends, um, my family, like all of us, mm-hmm. who at least I've observed, we all tend to just run from silence or sitting with our thoughts. Like we cannot go a moment without mm-hmm. some form of distraction. Like as soon as you're alone, you pick up your phone, or as soon as you get a notification, you look at it, or as soon as you have a quiet moment in your car, you turn on music. Like, Mm -hmm. why do you think that we're so quick to turn something on or respond or, like, feel like we have to do this action all the time? Why do you think that is? I mean, we talked about it being uncomfortable, but we're just so used to being attached to something. And when, you know, we're all broken, goes back to the gospel i'm not trying to preach but you know (laughs) um when you're really broken and you can't see that uh things will reveal it and sometimes we find ourselves attached like when you can i've never had this problem as hard but i've seen it with others for an example it's hard for them to go off social media for a week when you look at the deeper issue of it why because the desire to feel loved the desire to feel wanted, to feel appreciated. So you attach yourself to something where you have the power to create, to edit, to transform um, yourself and what you desire to be seen. And it's like, yo, until you see yourself as Christ sees you, um, those attachments, man, it's, it's going to get sticky. Um, so sometimes we, we attach ourselves so much. And I'm so guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so guilty. Even now, sometimes like I have this this thing where it's like I have to watch uh, you know with the NBA basketball if I don't catch a game I gotta watch the highlights of it mm-hmm. and sometimes now I have to discipline myself to say let me save this for this portion of the day mm-hmm. because there's something else that could be done um, so yeah we're 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 attached to a lot of things and we constantly want to be entertained yeah. um, entertainment fuels us like yeah. it it truly does excite us to be entertained um, but just looking at like how God can cherish us in that moment, like he can really open the eyes of our understandings to, whoa, like I, n- I never would like, whoa. Um, yeah, but I just constantly, you know, I feel like we're seeking attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be loved. We want to feel like we belong somewhere into someone. 
Um, and that's only until like we really understand God's love. Even to be convinced of it, you'll want to attach yourself to him to where it's easy to say, hey, let me just, I'm stressed right now. Let me just create these five minutes to be with you, Lord. Whether you speak or don't, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think one thing right now in this year I'm learning about deeper is peace. Uh, Like my my pastor, Stephen, he asked us this question, um, what does it mean to have peace with God? Um, and and that was a a big question because our lives are constantly changing, mm-hmm. and the question to ask yourself: Do you have peace with yourself? Um, it really does show: Do you have peace with God? So, like I've been learning this week, like true and lasting peace, it's not a feeling mm-hmm. or a location, but it's a person, and and that's Jesus. So, yeah. when you know where Jesus is at, uh, you'll know how to attach yourself to Him in the midst of a storm, in the midst of what's stressful, even when you're joyful, like you will be more willing to invite him in that. And it meshes and it correlates. Um, I think that's the difference of you being able to ride in the car to play some music and your mind still be still versus distracting yourself with noise because you don't want to open yourself up to what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is a clear difference of having a clear mind versus having a mind that's distracted mm-hmm. but your heart is broken yeah so um i think the lord was really trying to show me that how to create a space of stillness where i would eventually learn how to operate with noise because it's to the point now um like sometimes i can be focused on something but my mind is still to hear something else um like a question someone could ask is like, how do we know God speaks? Like, bro, he's speaking all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of is your mind still to yeah. see and understand what God is doing. Yeah. Um, but it starts with silence. Mm-hmm. But we do it all the time, too. Because yeah. I know even for me, like, this has been something that I've recently done. Because a few weeks ago, I had just a situation come up where... It was just something that reminded me of the past. And mm-hmm. something that reminded me of, like how I used to be and how I used to act Mm -hmm. and I didn't like it and so when it when the past kind of reared Mm -hmm. its head I literally like I I can show you the records of Mm -hmm. my screen time on my phone but it went up astronomically and Mm -hmm. like I stopped sleeping as well I stopped Mm -hmm. because I was running and Mm -hmm. I've realized over the past few weeks like that's me running from the Lord like I Mm -hmm. don't want to sit with him I don't want to sit in these feelings because it's uncomfortable and it is difficult so in terms of the stuff that you were saying with peace like with being at peace with yourself and at peace with the lord how does like how specifically and practically does silence and solitude how does that play a part in your peace like what do you do for that to contribute does that make sense yeah uh so let me start off with this this uh, scripture it's in I think it's Isaiah 32 and 17 it says the works of righteousness will be peace and the effect of righteousness quietness and some versions say confidence or assurance forever Um, and it was so crazy like in my devotional this week uh, just seeing righteousness um, they explained it as rightness uh, being right with God and it's just like wow the works like Putting in the work to be right with God, um, 
it will be peace. Um, and the effect that that work does, it brings you quietness. It brings you confidence or assurance forever. So it's like, regardless of the storm, regardless of what's going on, you will remain grounded. You will remain firm. You will remain still because you have that peace that God will lead and guide you. Um, and for me, like I've just really been getting back into this stage of like when I approach God's word or even prayer, like, bro, let me just be still. Um, like, let me just be still because I can feel what I'm supposed to. Um, so many times, like we, we we're talking so much, but we're not feeling what's actually on the inside um, what God wants us to see. Um, so really, I've just been trying to be faithful and just being still so that I can feel what God wants me to. And sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's like, right, he wants you to feel his joy. He wants you to feel his love. He wants you to feel his peace. And that transpires to other areas of your life. Um, and it's amazing. Like in the midst of what's going on, you can feel the stillness of the Lord working mm -hmm. to where you're able to sit back and say, like, yo, that was good. Yeah. Like because you can see because God has you in this stillness to pay attention. But listen at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, yo, like that's something that I forgot. Uh, there's another passage. Um, I think it's Psalms 15. It says, Lord, the first two verses, Lord, who can dwell in your tent? Who can live in your holy mountain? Mm -hmm. The second verse says the one who walks, the one who lives blamelessly, practice righteousness and acknowledges the truth in his heart. And it's like, wow, like righteousness is something that needs to be practiced. It needs to be worked day in and day out. And applying to what we're talking about like just being still like bro that's a part of it mm -hmm. like that like think about Moses like when he when he went to go meet God like you thought he was going to God any type of way yeah no yeah no like that was a still you can look my favorite movie the lion king like <laughs> bro when Simba saw his father mm -hmm. that was a still moment for him but look at the beauty of what he was able to do he was able to still listen because just before Rafiki had him in a position where he was able to look and see himself and it opened up his ears to hear. Um, so stillness, I believe it brings you to a part of being able to just look inwardly on the inside and you can hear on the outside even more clearly to where you're able to focus. And I, I know God wants us to be, um, of course, not just believers, but we're able to be balanced in that way. Um, even like my wife last night, we were having a conversation about something and all I could hear was God show me pursue peace with all people. And it's like, wow, let me explain why I did this. Not nothing, anything bad, by the yeah, way, but yeah. let me explain <laughs> why I did this so that there will be peace. Mm -hmm. Because for me, I'm fine, but maybe she was unsettled because she didn't know why. Mm -hmm. So it's just like in that moment of me listening, but being able to be still we were able to just practice working out righteousness. Yeah. So, And I love, too, how being intentional with taking the smallest moments or the smallest opportunities to lean into the Lord's presence and, like, be still, be silent, mm -hmm. and just be with Him, whether it's you're praying or you're memorizing Scripture or you're not saying anything and you're literally just, like, driving your car or you're just on a walk mm -hmm. and you have no like airpods in no nothing mm -hmm. you're just walking 
it's crazy how how much the Lord can show you. And also, even if he doesn't show you anything, like I used to think that when I was driving in my car, mm-hmm. I was supposed to hear the literal voice of God yeah. like <laughs> speaking to me. And I know some people, for some people, they do, like they say that they do hear the mm-hmm. voice of God. I personally have never heard the voice of God like audibly. And it's just crazy how... I think sometimes when we run from solitude and when we run from silence, we we forget the holiness of God and we forget mm. it's enough to just be in His presence. Yeah. Like we don't need a word. We don't need um, we don't need an answer to all twenty five yeah. of our biggest prayers. We mm-hmm. don't need and and we want it and it would be great if we could have everything instantly, but that that wouldn't be loving of Him to just give us everything we wanted. And I mean, we had a whole conversation about this before we even recorded the podcast, like just talking about patiently waiting. But I feel like that's such a big part of silence is just being with the Lord and enjoying Mm -hmm. who he is. Yeah. um, So another story last summer uh, when I was working at a church interning uh, back in Charleston called Radiant, uh, we went, I think it was like a month where uh, the lead pastor there, Philip Pinkney, um, all the staff, we were um, doing a fast and whatnot. And I can't remember if we were all, no, yeah. So it was like for an hour or 30 minutes, we were supposed to pray. Yeah. Um, and I told myself like a part of that, I'm just gonna sit still. And let me tell you, in those 30 days, that thing was rocky. <laughs> Um, but it it got to a point of just like, Brad's junk is good. Mm-hmm. Because it gets you, it's like you can really feel what God is trying to show you and remind you. And it got to a point of like, even once you become active and you're doing stuff, you still have that stillness of mind because you have peace. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's just something that has to be practiced. It has to be worked, but it's possible. Um, because you want to face yourself so that you can bring all of you to God. Um, like it says, less of me, more of you is what I need. Like, mm-hmm. that is true. I remember your dad, uh, this was involving with you, actually. Um, what was it at New Springs? Uh, I remember they were having, like, prayer for a week. Or no, it was like a month. Days 21 days yeah, of prayer. Yeah. And I remember he said, like, on the first day he was praying and the Lord told him to get in this posture where he was on his knees and he opened up his hands and he was just like, you know what? Like, I remember that night at BCM, he's telling all of us like, yo, do this too. Mm-hmm. And like, I just saw his posture, like just thinking about it now, it's like, bro, he was in a still posture. Cause there, there's certain postures we can get in where we'll get tired mm-hmm. and we put ourselves in the position to sleep, but he had himself in a position of stillness to receive the hope that God was giving him. You know, that he would get up and have greater faith than what he had before he got um, on his knees. But it was a part of him being still. So it's like, when you practice stillness in your mind, it's like your body as well. Like everywhere you go, you just have this stillness that goes with you. Um, And I I feel like that's worth practicing. Um, Because sometimes you will be in moments where if you're not still, 
you're not going to see every angle God wants you to see. Um, and sometimes being still will help you not being, finding comfort in being uncomfortable mm -hmm. in those moments. Because there's certain moments where it's like, bro, I got to be still because if not, I'm going to respond to her yeah. or him in this way and it ain't going to look pretty. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that part, yeah. No, 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 that, that was it, that was it. Oh, I was just going to say, I think it is so crazy what, what you're saying. Because I feel like, even for me, I know sometimes I'll be in situations where I'm just ready to jump the gun. And I'm ready to, like, oh my goodness, this whole semester mm. in the small group that I've been leading, we'll be sitting there and it'll be silent for a minute after I ask a question. And it's just like, I just want to jump and be like, mm -hmm. here's the answer. Here mm -hmm. it is. But like giving it time, kind of like similar to what you're saying, mm -hmm. is really good because then it gives people a chance to think and mm -hmm. process it and work through it. Um, so yeah, that's really good. So what of all of these times that you've had with the Lord, whether it's been in your car or not, when you've spent time just in solitude with him. What has been one of the most impactful things you've learned or just something that's been revealed to you during one of those times? Or a couple of things. Um, hope. Uh, hope. Uh, one of my favorite scriptures, Romans 8 and 25, says if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it uh, with perseverance. Other versions may say patience, but um, it's it's kind of like going towards the Lord. And it's not just meeting my desires, but seeing like, bro, what's your will? What's your plan? You know, you continually go into him. And even if he doesn't answer, it's saying I have the hope to know. That I'm going to see something God's going to show. Um, I have the hope to know that my faith is being made stronger. That he will answer. Like, he will never leave nor forsake us. And in solitude, like, my hope has been built, mm -hmm. honestly. Um, to hope that, bro, God is going to answer. Like, he he is. Like, he He is faithful. Like, I, I've only been alive for 26 years. Um, and, like... If it's one thing I can say about God, it's like, yo, he he really is faithful. And when he sees you are intentional of chasing after him, when you are intentional of coming before him, he's going to answer. And that solitude, man, it can open up a door again to a joy, to a peace, um, like revealing of what's actually on the inside that sometimes you can't hear with noise. And right before you know it, sometimes it's like really in the midst of a lot can be going on. Mm -hmm. You will hear the voice of God sometimes just speak to your heart. Um, we, we all know that feeling of like, bro, God's showing me to do this. But it's because you understand how to be stilled. He can come in the midst of everything going on and, and give you direction or give you the strength to to do what needs to be done. And like that hope, man. Uh, and. God reminds me, like, who I am. Like, in those moments of being still, it's like, bruh, before anything, again, my favorite movie, remember who you are. Like, mm -hmm. bruh, sometimes I'm guilty of growing up in life, and I will forget actually what's inside me. 
And God's like, bro, remember what I put inside you. Like, just operate from that. I'm right here with you, but you have to remember that. And sometimes he will take me to a place of stillness just to see, yo, this is what I have inside you. Just believe it. Um, and like, I grew up, honestly, I'm not ashamed to say it. Mm-hmm. Philippians 4 and 13, I did not have faith in that verse. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been many occasions in my life where I could have, if I believed what God actually put inside me, but because I, I could not feel it initially and I didn't choose to have faith I wasn't able to operate in what I knew was inside me um so I can say confident confidently at 26 years old now I believe that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me mm-hmm. and that's it's come from a posture of just being still and knowing like bruh God created me just who I am mm-hmm. um and he showed me that in silence like I had to be still to feel how much God loved me um and it's like no matter what noise is going on around me that stillness is still there like because he like it says be still and know that i am god like you have to be still first to know who he is Mm -hmm. and as we all like we're all going to come to points in life where yeah we just got to be still because if we take take action we know we're gonna mess it up um but Mm -hmm. just remembering yo to be still um, just remembering there is hope that I can have, um, faith that needs to be walked out, talked out, lived out. Like those things I've grown to discover in my quiet time that just it helps me to love people. It helps me to um, honor the Lord, love my wife, uh, my parents, my sisters, you being my younger sister too. Mm-hmm. Um, just everyone out there. Like it helps me to love them regardless to what I'm feeling like it just helps me to remember like yo just be still and ask and it shall be given you like Mm -hmm. stop so that's good that's really good and that is so easy to forget that when we're not when we're not allowing the Lord to constantly come into Mm -hmm. our hearts and our minds and like constantly refining us and constantly like just being a part of us that's Mm -hmm. when we forget like we forget who he is, and if we lose sight of who he is, then we lose sight of who we are. We are, exactly. It all gets out of whack at that yeah. point. One of my other favorite verses, Second Timothy 1.7, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Mm-hmm. Um, that last part, a sound mind, um, when you understand that in silence, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying silence needs to be a 45-minute thing, a 30-minute <laughs> yeah. thing. Like, bro, you could be still for a minute. I, I promise everyone who is listening or that will listen, like, when you take the moment to be still, even if it's just a minute for 30 days, you will see a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, it's worth it. I feel like it's worth being still. And he hasn't given us that spirit of fear. Sometimes we, we really are afraid to be silent. Mm-hmm. Like, we really are. Because I've had moments, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm getting ready to pray, and it's like, bro, I be silent because i don't know what god about to say (laughs) like i really like you did this and i was trying to tell you you bro turn around like sometimes it can be scary to be silent Mm -hmm. but he has not given us the spirit of fear he's given us power love and a sound mind so to you all that's out there just be encouraged that um there's something that is to be offered in practicing silence and that can be another piece of God that 
you not only see, but you hear and feel. Um, it's just up for you to decide like what you want to do in that moment. So. Awesome. So since this is called the Real Life Real Conversations podcast, hey. <laughs> what do you think of all the advice you've ever heard and all the wisdom you've ever received, what do you think is the greatest piece of advice you've ever heard or gotten? Oh, there's no greatest. I've heard a lot, honestly. Um, from my dad always saying one step at a time, never understood that, but it's it's literally understanding. And he, he just told my wife Esther and I last week, he was like, yo, allow the Lord to order your steps and take life one step at a time. Um, I cherish that now. Just, it helps me in the moments of, like I get anxious. Mm -hmm. I, I get anxious more than people actually realize. Like on the inside, it's like, yo, I'm having like an anxiety attack, yeah. but I am not showing you and you will never know. Mm -hmm. Like you can know me and may not even know that I'm feeling this one on the inside, but mm -hmm. uh, just taking life one step at a time. Yeah. And um, MOG, he, uh, that's the code name for Steven, but he reminds me um, my response is my responsibility. Mm. And I'm only responsible for my response. So those, those two things, like I I really try to take to heart every day. Um, yeah. Taking it one step at a time and remembering that my response is my responsibility because that's what I have to answer to at yeah. the end of the day. That's really good. And those are... Super simple, but also super deep. Rashard, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. And this is not just, I know that most of y'all listening probably don't know Rashard, but for real, the way that he is now, like here on this podcast, he is a very consistent person. He's this way in real life. You were this way when you went to Francis Marion as a student. Um, Quite a guy. Just super wise. I just appreciate who you are. Um, and all that you're doing. I'm really excited about what you've been up to. You got married recently, so that's really cool. All right. Real life, you. real conversations. Ooh, thank y'all so much for listening. Uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.